Welcome to the Weekly Standard Podcast. We are live at the Republican National Convention in Cleveland. Chris Deaton with the Weekly Standard. I heard a rumor that some guy named Spence, Flint, somebody gave a speech Wednesday night, but I didn't see anything about it. Swimmy, swimmy, Swanson, Samsonite, to quote uh, Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, Mike Pence, Indiana governor. Uh, Ted Cruz upended things a little bit, didn't he? And this was normally the night that the vice presidential nominee has reserved for himself, herself, to introduce, make an introduction to the voters, and Mike Pence being someone who doesn't have a lot of national name recognition, someone who is being looked at by a lot of the traditional Republican standard bearers to perhaps temper the Republican ticket a little bit with Donald Trump at the top of it. Pence is more of a mild-mannered guy. Block them from doing that. You don't ever want to overshadow the guy whose night it's supposed to be, and Ted Cruz went in and crashed the party. So from Pence's perspective, not his uh, best intro. Uh, But for the four people who actually listen to the speech. You are one of them. You're fr- you, you are from Indiana. Will you confess that in public? Yes, I will. Proudly. See, that's the thing, man. I love the Hoosier state. Love my Hoosier heritage. I didn't know that uh, Chris was actually from Indiana until the day we worked together and he flung a chair at me. Um, <laughs> but seriously, how was the speech? I mean, it, imagine an alternate universe where Ted Cruz doesn't exist. Did he, what, what did he say? What was kind of his theme? And what did someone who did watch and focus on, what did they learn about Governor Mike Pence? Sure. A lot of these speeches, convention speeches, are workaday speeches sometimes. You just have to go out and do a job, and Pence did his job. Pence did what he was supposed to do. Um, it was a well-written speech. It was self-deprecating um, compliments to the speechwriters for, you know, pointing out the fact that, you know, Pence is not the most uh, exciting or excitable guy in public, and he made some light of that. For example, uh, something that Pence said was, Trump is a man known for a large personality, a colorful style, lots of charisma, so I guess he was looking for some balance on the ticket. And anytime you can have a disarming line like that, and, uh, you know, it kind of took people off guard in the convention hall a little bit. They laughed at it. So he spoke about that kind of stuff, made a good impression in terms of his personality, and also talked about some of the things that make him the three-pillar type of conservative that uh, is supposed to unite the party, an old Reagan term. And Pence likes to think of himself as a Reaganite, the economic pillar, the social pillar, the foreign policy pillar. Um, and there's another three pillar type of thing that he introduced himself as more of a tiered structure, uh, that he is a Christian first, a conservative second, and a Republican third. And that type of rhetoric plays well to the base. The base is who is assembled here in Cleveland. And a lot of people are looking for somebody to reassure them that, okay, if I don't like this Trump guy so much, maybe the number two guy is going to help build a bridge to make me like him. And Pence, you know, perhaps more than Newt Gingrich, perhaps more than Chris Christie, you can make that argument, is the guy to get that done. So we will uh, have to see how that plays out in the coming months but this was his opportunity to make that first step on uh, Wednesday. Did he say anything about policy that you think might be a thread in, in throughout the campaign? Here's the thing. You know, we can talk because I think the first thing that comes to mind in terms of policy disagreements between Trump and Pence, which are numerous if you look at their pasts or things like trade, didn't really get into that so much last night. The overarching theme that you continue to hear is this sort of attitudinal thing about outsiders and making sure that we shake up the status quo. And Pence was very complimentary of Donald Trump, as he was back in May when he endorsed Ted Cruz ahead of the primary in Indiana, actually. He was still complimentary of Trump, saying, look, he's shaken up the system. He's brought 
uh, you know, a voice to a lot of these disenfranchised voters, these blue-collar voters who uh, are beginning to have their voices heard inside of the party. And it has always been appealing to that sort of attitude that is the most important thing. We can talk about the trade stuff. We can talk about the immigration stuff. Uh, he did hit on those things last night um, and also hit against Hillary Clinton quite a bit in her record. But it's the attitudinal stuff that just matters so much. And again, he kind of provides a little bit of balance. Um, but he was complimentary of the fact that Trump is the one to carry the message with some volume forward. So here's the last question, because you've covered Indiana politics. You've covered uh, Governor Pence, Congressman Pence. What will be what are what are the things about the way he leads or the policies that he gravitates towards that you think people are going to discover about him in the next few months? That he's more of a traditional conservative. And that's the important thing for the voters who are still a little hesitant about Trump is maybe here's somebody who espouses these values. Um, it's going to be difficult for Pence because he kind of has to renounce some of his past pro-free trade stances. Very pro-free trade. Donald Trump is much more skeptical of that. And those are two things that they're going to have to work out together. But look, Pence is a social conservative. Um, Pence inherited a state that his predecessor, Mitch Daniels, as governor, um, did a good job of, of putting into a much better fiscal state uh, than a lot of other states during the financial crisis and carrying that record forward. He's a low-tax guy. He's just more of a traditional type of conservative uh, that does the bread-and-butter job of reassuring a lot of traditional Republican voters that, okay, this is a guy that I can see doing the job and attach my name to. Okay, a final, final question. Mm-hmm. What's one thing about Mike Pence that people, when they find it out, will think, wow, that's pretty cool. That's pretty interesting. Used to be a radio broadcaster, uh, much like yourself, Michael. And that's uh, kind of how he... I don't want to say got his start in politics because I, I don't want to say that. I can't, I can't verify that myself. But he was a radio broadcaster. And look, when you have that kind of trait, he kind of displayed it on the stage a little bit. He doesn't stumble over his words. Uh, he might not be the fire and brimstone hard charger. He's not Adelaide Stevenson going out there and, you know, delivering the old time religion. But he is a good speaker. He is a smooth speaker. And, you know, people are not going to be surprised when they hear that about his background that, oh, okay, this is a guy who can deliver a decent message. Last night watching a major party convention featuring not one but two radio talk show hosts. <laughs> I cried for the future of my country. Chris Deaton with the Weekly Standard. Thanks so much for joining us. You've been listening to another podcast live from the Republican National Convention. Check out weeklystandard.com regularly for updates from Cleveland. I'm your host, Michael Graham.